Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. For each podcast, you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today, you're going to get to hear from Joseph Berger, and Joseph is the president of You Got Maze, and Joseph said something on the show that we haven't heard, interesting enough, in 650 shows. He described franchising as an open book, but we're going to let Joseph explain why. So here we go. You were kind of like, I guess you could say you're almost like born into franchising, Joseph. I mean, you've been exposed to it, it seems like, most of your life. Um, what do you What do you like most about franchising? Yeah, and you're right. I ha- I've been around franchising for a while. I I I, st- I like to tell people I started when I was seven. I started answering phones and folding boxes at Domino's. Worked at started at twenty five cents an hour with a free soda, uh, as much as I could drink, and worked up from there. Uh, and what I love about it, what we do, uh, I, I see where entrepreneurship, where small business ownership, has helped my family. You know, my right. my dad's from yeah. Northeast Philly, uh, row homes. Uh, my mom wasn't much better off, and they've been able to really just turn their, you know, turn their stars around right. and right. build a really good life for all of us. And I love working with franchisees because I, I get to be a part of them doing that for their family, and that's just inspiring every day. Wow. That's yeah, it's inspiring what you just said, Joseph. Because you know, I know that area, you know, of Philadelphia. I get down to Philly, you know, every so often, and, and I think you're right. You know, it's it's one of the things that impresses me too, Joseph, is that you know, a lot of people, I think they want to get into entrepreneurship, but they don't know how to, right? And I think franchising, you know, allows them that ability to become an entrepreneur, doesn't it? Absolutely. One of the things I like, we like to say in the process is like, you know, imagine you have to t- you have to take a really hard test, and this test determines like everything. Right. But you know, if you're with if you're doing it with a franchise, it's open book. Right. We've already made right. the mistakes. We've already found the opportunities. We've we've laid out all the processes, uh, and we hone it every day. I mean, all of our our new idea we still are updating. It's never going to be done. Uh, we're getting all of our great ideas from our franchisees now. But you can start off with that rather than, you know, opening your doors and like, how, how do I get maids? How do I get clients? Right. How do I keep them? Right. That's terrific. I've never heard that analogy in, in 650 shows, Joseph, but it makes sense. You know, I like how you, you called franchising an open book, you know, because you're right. You know, when a lot of people do get into entrepreneurship, you know, there's there's a lot of things that they just don't know, you know, and they make a lot of mistakes. And, um, you know, sometimes that mis- some of those mistakes, 
you know, are detrimental to, you know, their business. So, um, you know, to call it an open book, I, I think that's, I think that's really very clever. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Joseph Berger of You Got Maids, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com. Simply go to our Franchise Interviews by Category page and go to our Cleaning category. Or you can simply go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page. And lastly, we just want to thank everyone for making this podcast, our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast, such a big hit. And we'll see you again soon. With Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Blog Talk Radio. Today's franchise interview shout-out goes to the Source Direct. Source Direct is an inventor's one-stop shop. Source Direct eliminates the disconnect in dealing with different companies from each phase of development and marketing. Instead, SourceDirect can manage every stage of the process from the drawing board to the customer. Go to thesourcedirect.net and find out how you can get started. That's www.thesourcedirect.net. You're a business owner. Check. You have business owner's insurance. Check. And 10 years ago, that went about enough. Today, small businesses are being targeted and taken down by hackers. Medical offices, consultants, CPAs, any business that's built success has everything to lose. You probably have cybersecurity installed on your computer. Check. But you probably don't have cyber insurance. Coverage against loss and damage if your data is compromised. Cyber policy covers that gap. CyberPolicy.com shops the leading cyber insurers to find you the right policy at the right price to avoid a catastrophe. Coverage against loss and damage if your data is compromised. Get a custom quote today in just four minutes. And for a limited time, use the promo code BLOGTALK to get Norton's small business protection for up to five devices. Free when you sign up for cyber insurance. Plan. Prevent. Insure. Visit cyberpolicy.com. That's cyberpolicy.com. Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 10 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of all in one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Craig Cody, and Craig Cody is a certified tax coach, 
certified public accountant, business owner, and former New York City police officer with 17 years experience on the force. As a certified tax coach, Craig belongs to a select group of tax practitioners throughout the country who undergo extensive training and continued education on various tax planning techniques and strategies. With this organization, Craig has co-authored an Amazon bestseller book, Secrets of a Tax-Free Life. We're going to talk to Craig about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 10 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Craig Cody, and Craig Cody is a certified tax coach, certified public accountant, business owner, and former New York City police officer with over 17 years' experience on the force. Hi, Craig. How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much for having me. I'm doing great. That's fantastic. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today, Craig? I'm actually calling from Manhasset, New York, which is uh, about 20 minutes, uh, 20 miles, I should say, outside of Manhattan. Sure. Okay, fantastic. I'm originally from Brooklyn. I, I kind of detect your New York accent, Craig. <laughs> I, I detect I a little bit of one in you. you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Yes. Well, it's, you know, it's great to have you on the show. You know, I, I read your story, uh, Craig, and I found it very impressive how you were able to you know have that transition in your career maybe you can tell our listening audience you know what you were doing before becoming a certified tax coach and of course a cpa okay yes uh well i guess i followed in my dad's footsteps and i became a uh, second generation new york city police officer um i had a very interesting career um uh, eventually retiring as a lieutenant and coming into the accounting field that's fantastic it's it's interesting craig i did you wouldn't Last week we were talking about police officers and police officers actually going into franchising. I said, God, what a great segue. You know, you, you can't even plan something like that, you know, you know, talking to someone like yourself today. You know, so I, I think it's, it's fantastic to have you on the show today. One of the topics that you often discuss is proactive um, uh, planning, Craig. And what is proactive tax planning and how can it minimize your taxes? Okay, so let's talk about what most people consider um, – tax planning. Most people consider tax planning mm-hmm. is they meet with their accountant maybe in December yes. and he figures right. out, okay, you're going to owe so much in tax. You need to make a payment by January 15th for X amount of dollars. That's right. that's what I call looking in a rearview mirror. Okay. Sure. You're, you're basically doing no planning. So what proactive planning is, is looking ahead, communicating and figure out is if there are more tax-efficient ways to do the things you're doing to help you keep more of what you make. And it focuses really along the communication lines. If you don't communicate, you can't do anything. And unfortunately, you know, most accountants and CPAs do a really good job of putting the right numbers in the right boxes, but it stops there. So we come up with a plan to help clients, you know, keep more of what they make and save some tax. Yeah, that's so important, isn't it, Craig? You know, it, it, and it's interesting because I imagine you get to work with a lot of small business owners, and, and you know, that's really the, the market for our show, Craig. You know, is we have um, we call them a lot of like aspiring franchipreneurs, and, and a franchise is typically, you know, a smaller business. You know, most of them start off with like one single unit. You know, and that's that's why I thought this show was so important. We haven't really done a show like this in, in a whole decade. You know, so we thought it was really important to have someone like yourself on the show, what's the biggest mistakes that you, you see small business owners making regarding their taxes, Craig? I think you mentioned a I hate this. The, the, well, the, number one is failing to communicate. That's probably um, mm, failing to communicate yeah. with their accountant and failing to plan. So, you know, people, they go yeah. buy a car, they do a lot of research, right? You know, they sure. make a big ticket purchase, they do a lot of research. I mean, taxes, you know, that's a big chunk of what you make. And people right. don't do the research they need to do. So I would say that's the first um, problem that we see. You know, people mm-hmm. are worried about, you know, other things. And um, this right. is um, 
a big expense that people aren't doing the planning on. What do you think that is, Craig? You know, because I, I, I get that feeling, too. You know, in doing the show such a long time now, you know, I, I imagine that a lot of small business owners do fail to communicate with their, their tax accounts. Why, why is that? I mean, have you come up with a reason for that? Oh, I think one reason are, you know, as, you know, as um, a member of the pocket protector group, okay, of uh, accountants and CPAs, you know, we're typically not the most, typically not the most outgoing people. There's a reason we went into accounting. Right. Um, sure. That's part of it. And and the second thing is most people look at accounting and um, working with their CPA as an expense item, and they're trying to keep the ex, you know the figure. If I don't talk to him, he can't charge me. When yeah. in reality, it's like you know if you spend a little time with that person communicating, you could figure out some ways that you could save some money. So it really becomes more of an income item versus an expense item. Right. How often do you think? <clears throat> This small business owners should communicate with their their accountant and Craig. I mean, from your experience, you know, three times a year, four times a year. What do you recommend? You know, depending on the size of your business, I would say at least mm, four times yeah. a year. And you know, what we do is when we set up a plan, there's a lot of communication in the beginning to get that whole plan rolling. And then once you have that plan as an ongoing part of your business, then you don't have to, you know, speak as often, but I would say at least every quarter. And if the bigger the business, the more often you should be communicating with your advisor. You know, he's part of your team. You should be taking advantage of it. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Congratulations on the book, by the way, Craig. I mean, though, that was um, you co-authored the Amazon bestseller, uh, Secrets of a Tax-Free Life. Uh, Talk a little bit about, you know, the book experience and, you know, maybe, you know, what you discuss in the book as well. Well, you know, the book was a great experience, um, you know, mm-hmm. coming up and putting on paper kind of one of the things that we do. And I, I was lucky to do it with, you know, about nine other people. So um, it made it somewhat easier. And then I came out right, with right. Um, my second book, which was basically the 10 most expensive tax mistakes that cost business owners thousands. And that talks right. about, you know, some of the things we're talking about today. Um, it's it's really um, – it's like having a big business card, all right? Mm-hmm. Not a lot of accountants have written books. They don't, um, they don't typically look at, you know, the marketing part of it, but it's good to get your, right. your message out there. You know, people see it, sure. they read it. Okay, they'll either call me or they'll call their accountant, and, you know, let's do right. something. What advice would you give? You know, when, when I was reading about your story, I just I found it really, you know, interesting, Craig. Uh, you know how you were able to, you know, make this this transition. And you know, and the majority of our listeners, I mean, they have a similar experience. You know, some of them are coming from like corporate America. You know, some of them have been downsized. You know, and you made you know a very you know bold move. I know you had you know family at the time. What advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to, you know? buy a franchise because you went into entrepreneurship. You made this big switch from, you know, going from the police force to owning your own business. From everything you learned from that process, what advice would you give to our listeners in that process as well? Well, it's it's always a lot easier if you love what you do because then it's not uh-huh. like you're going to work. Um, that's that's the right. so you need to find something that you really enjoy doing and, you know, put your heart and soul into it and I would say you know, get involved in mastermind groups, learn from others' mistakes, don't try and reinvent the wheel. There's so much yeah. information out there, you know. Um, sure. And I, I think, you know, too often as a business owner, we try and, you know, take on a lot of the burdens ourselves. 
whether, you know, instead of looking to the various communities that, that are out there that could help us, you know, not have to reinvent the wheel. I got that. I recall listening to an interview with you or reading an interview um, that you did, Craig. You know, you were talking about it, that you and I have this commonality. It sounds like you listen to a lot of podcasts like myself, you know, and keep on top as far as what's going, you know, what's going on in the industry, which is important, isn't it? Right. Oh, there's so much information out there. And, you know, I yeah. look at the podcast as the Wild West and you could, you know, there's marketing podcasts, there's SEO podcasts. And obviously, yeah. you know, depending on you know what you're doing, I mean, you're, you're not just, you know, running the business. You're also typically the head sales guy. Um, so there's a lot to know. And, you know, being a, I mean, we're lucky. I say we're very lucky today to have all that information yeah. out there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So what's what's next for you, Craig? I mean, do you see like another book in the future? Um, you, you know, if you can look like maybe you know, three to five years down the road? Uh, probably at least, you know, one or two other books. I'm, sure. I'm working on a book now um, that's really targeted to uh, one group that we work with. And um, just doing, you know, a lot of podcasting and uh, maybe doing some speaking. Right. That's fantastic. Well, you have a great story. I mean, again, I was very inspired by the story, you know, and I just I, it was very coincidental, you know, that we were talking a lot about there was a franchise called Smoothie King, and um, I guess they were offering discounts to uh, former, you know, if you, you were a police officer or a fireman or, you know, people in, you know, in, in that particular segment, you know, and I just thought it was very interesting, you know. So how can um, our listeners get more information on your services, um, Craig, and, and even if they want to get the book? I mean, is Amazon the best place that they should go to? So um, the secrets of a tax-free life, they'd have to go to Amazon. If they go to okay. our website, which is, um, and you'll have it in your show notes, CraigCodyandCompany.com. Yes, forward slash franchise interviews, they can get a copy. I will send them a free copy of my recent book, 10 Most Expensive Tax Mistakes That Cost Business Owners Thousands. Wow, that's fantastic. I really appreciate that. I hope a lot of our listeners will take advantage of that. And it was great to have you on the show, Craig. Again, I, you know, when I learned about you, you know, and I, and I just I loved your story, you know, and I'd like to invite you back, you know, you know, next year, um, you know, and continue to talk about this topic because I think it's very important for particularly our listeners because I think they forget this part of the business, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. And unfortunately, it's usually too late when it's this time of year. You know, October, November, yeah. December is is when. You know, you really should, if you haven't done it, you, that's really where the impetus is to actually do it, you know, um, and save some money. So there's a lot of different things out there that people can do, um, and a lot of it is not rocket science. Sure. That's fantastic. Well, it was great to have you on the show, Craig, and I look forward to speaking with you again in the future. Okay, thank you very much. Have a great day. It was my pleasure, Craig, and we'll be right back with more Franchise Interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, 
we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. Reach podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, Franchise Interviews has been hosting this show now over eight years, and we've done over 400 shows and you know, a lot of people don't know this, but we actually started off as a newsletter in 2006. We had a handful of subscribers, and um, the newsletter started to build over time. And we got a proposal to turn the newsletter into a radio show. And I originally said no to the idea. I was terrified about doing a radio show. And I thought about it for about three days, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a chance. And doing the radio show has really been... I would say one of the top five or top ten things that's happened you know over my life so it's been a real amazing opportunity we've interviewed some amazing people from um, uh, Michael Gerber to the guest you're going to hear today Melanie Bergeron Melanie is in our great quotes and franchising podcast for today and she is the chair of two men in a truck and she was on our six-year anniversary show we put a lot of thought as far as who we'd like to have on the anniversary show and she was a perfect choice, a wonderful interview. And one of the questions we asked Melanie on the show was, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? And, of course, her response was brilliant. So here we go with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising with Melanie Bergeron, the chair of Two Men in a Truck. To go or grow, they add a right. truck, add a truck, add a truck. And then if, depending on what the economy is doing, then you, you mm-hmm. could take a truck out if you had to. Whereas with other franchise systems, you usually have to add a store, right. add a yeah. location. Um, That's true. So it's just another, another beautiful thing. I'm using every second of your time I can to no, encourage it, people it, to think about this business. 
as an opportunity. It's, it's, it's an amazing opportunity. And, you know, I guess I could officially call you an expert. I know that I believe you are a, was a certified franchise expert. And one of the questions we've been asking on the show, Melanie, for the last six years is, you know, what advice would you give to our listeners? We call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, so many of them know they want to get into a franchise opportunity, but it seems I don't know. It seems a little more difficult today because there's just so much out there, and I think a lot of our listeners, they just simply don't know where to begin. I think they get a little overwhelmed. What would you say to them as an expert in franchising? I would look at the concept and um, think about who the audience is that you'll be working with. Because no matter what product or service it is, it's not really the product or service. It's who you're delivering to. And... um, you know, is this an audience that you could be comfortable with? I guess that's, that would be the first thing I would look at. Second, are there unit economics? Third, is this a fad? Is it going to be around 10 years from now? Um, fourth, how expensive is it to get involved? Are you going to be able to get a loan for it? You know, five, is it going to be right. difficult to learn this product or service, or will it be pretty easy to learn and teachable to others? Um, also look for state regulations. Is there anything, is there a location available in your city or state? Are there special regulations toward that product or service? Because a lot of products and services are regulated, and I'll tell you, moving is. Um, but the biggest thing your listeners can do is call as many, uh, once they receive the permission, call as many of the franchisees in that system that they can and a couple red flags, if you get the FDD from a company and there is not an item number 19, and that shows um, just shows average numbers that right. franchisees make, that's a red flag. And find out why they don't have that in their FDD. Secondly, when, you, when the um, prospect does receive permission to call franchisees and they give you a very short list, mm-hmm. that's a red flag. And yes. um, it'd be nice... To my truck, we give the whole all of our franchisees, even people that have left the system, because we want that prospect to call as many people as possible. And if they say, "I would never do this," no, I would. I made a big mistake. Then the prospect should ask, "Well, you sound disappointed. Would you do it all over again?" And if they say never, then it might be good for the prospect to say, "Then would you be willing to sell your location?" The mm. truth will bubble up. In that answer, and then keep in mind, wow. if we, um, it's not often this happens, but if we had a prospect called two men in a truck, and they said, we talked to this um, franchisee, and they don't like the way you do things, then we would probably say, you you know what, you won't be happy in our system then, because that is how right. we do things. So I think uh, for a prospect, they're going to get a bulk of their education by checking references. Very, 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 very important. Wow. That's a great question. I never heard that before, you know, in, in all the years I've been studying franchising is, you know, if someone said, you know, they, they never would have got into it again, then you say, well, would you sell me yours? And they said no. <laughs> you know, I would be like, well, okay. I never thought of that. I mean, that's, that's very clever. I, you know, I had a feeling your response would, would, would be, you know, nothing less than spectacular. You know, it, it's, it's. 
So thank you, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Melanie Bergman, the chair of Two Men and a Chuck, you can actually go to FranchiseInterviews.com. You can go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page and just go to Two Men and a Truck. You can go to our Franchises by Category page and go to our Home Services page. And um, we'd like to thank everyone again for making this podcast and this show such a big success. It's amazing that we've been doing it now eight years, and we hope to do it another eight years. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.